Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. What is up? What is up? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Tully Louise. Another day, another podcast of Curious Conversations. How are you today? And we weren't lying when we said we, we will be back <laughs> okay. and that we had another episode coming Literally. with an amazing makeup artist. I know, we did. We had, um, yeah, a really good makeup artist. But before we go into that, how has your week been? It's been good. It was my mum's birthday. I've just been quite relaxed, yeah. just working along, just yeah. checking along. Anything exciting happening? Anything you can recommend? Any shows? I food? actually haven't watched any. Oh, I watched a little bit of the Adele thing, but I recorded oh, yeah. that the other yeah. night. Love her album. Yep. Makes me real amped up for the morning drive into <laughs> work. very emotional. <laughs> it's very emotional. It's a real, real mood booster. Yeah. Um, no, I actually haven't been watching much just been spending a lot of time with the family lately nice that's Mm. cool and you what's been going on no nothing I've had a quiet week this week I chose to stay at home most of the weekend I had to shoot something for our friend Rocky on the weekend which was fun um we did that and then I just like chilled did had a chill weekend watching wise I'm on the hunt for a good Christmas movie. I can't find anything. I saw something was coming out December 1st on Stan, a movie. But you know when sometimes Netflix and Stan bring out Christmas movies and they're like really good, like Holiday last year. They hyped it up, but I didn't think it was that good. It wasn't that good, but I love a Christmas movie. So I'm like, if anyone has any recommendations, I love a good Christmas movie. I just always go back to the holiday because it's one of my favourite movies ever. Um, so not really been watching anything, although one of my favorite shows, and I don't know if you've watched it yet, is the third or fourth season is coming out. I don't know what season is, but Selling Sunset comes out tomorrow or the next day. So I'm excited for that because that is one of my favorite shows. Have you watched that? Yes. Yeah. And I watched it again the other night. It's such a good show. Going back to Christmas movies, if anyone has nieces, nephews, kids or anything, I watched in a movie on Netflix with Harper and Mackenzie the other mm-hmm, night mm-hmm. and it's the story about Elf on the Shelf and what happens to the elves oh, really? at, at night when they go back to the North Pole. Oh, that's cool. Yep, and the, all about I had a little conversation with Mackenzie about the spirit of Christmas, which Santa says is love. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's about what I've been doing and just working. We're like planning out a photo shoot for December. I feel like... The next, like, maybe four weeks is going to be quite hectic. We have to pump – we have to wait for samples for Tully Lou to come Um, and then we have to, like, plan a photo shoot, shoot, edit. Although we probably don't need to publish them until January but just, like, it's going to be – I want to get everything done before the holidays so we're not stressed when we come back. So I feel like the next four weeks, like, business-wise and for Tully Lou, it's going to be quite busy. Coming towards the end of the year and the year winding up, 
do you have you reflect started to reflect on anything? No, yet? not really. Really, I don't really reflect until New Year's. Wow. Yeah. So for me, like, I don't really reflect. I because I feel like every year around this time's busy. I've got no time to reflect, and I'm yeah. like kind of you know, Christmas shopping or like trying to wrap up the year. For me, like the between like probably like Boxing Day and New Year's Eve is the probably the time that I spend the most time reflecting mm. and then like setting intentions and stuff like that but no I haven't really yet have you yeah I like I just look at myself and I'm like god I've learned a lot about business this year I think for me yeah. in particular like yeah. I think last year was a huge growth for me personally uh-huh. and then this year I'm like wow my knowledge in business has just exploded yeah yeah like that. I yeah. think also with like business and stuff, I think our knowledge in our own business, not business in general, but our own business has like, like, blo- what's a what? Bloss- blossomed. Yeah. yeah. Like just understanding more of our customer base, like how our business runs and stuff. I feel like this year that's been a massive growth, mm. um, which is good. Always good for business. Um, but, yeah, that's about it for my week. But I do have something I want to talk about. Like I randomly saw something on Instagram the other day and I'm like, I'm going to do a voting system about this and I want to talk about it on the podcast before we get into this episode. Um, but we all know Sarah's been ghosted. <laughs> that wasn't the topic. That wasn't the reason why I wanted to bring this up. But you, you it kind just, of rolls into the season just, of Curious Conversations. You just, yeah, this is going to be a telling time yeah. of all that. But you just have to, like, I own it. I have. I, but to be honest, I We've think. We've all been ghosted, but you were, like, openly about, open uh, yeah, about but it. But I think it's my karma because I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you do do it. Hey. Yep. So. Going back to like episodes ago when we spoke about ghosting and stuff like that, I saw this and I was like, okay, it's kind of relatable to the podcast because we've been open about it. And I'm like, we do a voting system on this. And then I want to talk about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So basically I saw a little thing, like I follow so many stupid, like inspirational, like breakup account, not, not because of breakups and stuff. I just follow all these weird accounts that always post like, you know, know your worth and like all this kind of stuff. Would they be inspirational accounts? I suppose. Spiritual interest. Oh, it's all like, let him go. Yeah. He wasn't good for you, babe. Exactly. I don't know why. I just follow all these <laughs> random accounts. Anyway, um, so it says, which one hurts more? One, seen but no reply. Two, unseen but online. Okay, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, that's a really hard question because both are a kick can, in the ass. Can I have my two trainer thoughts on yeah. this? So the first one. Which is seen, seen but no reply. Initially when I saw this, I was like, oh, God. God, like I went to go online but hasn't opened it. But I was like, oh, no, what's worse? Like someone's read your message and then posting on Instagram. Doesn't even have the time to acknowledge your message and dismisses it. Uh-huh. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. yeah. So this was my train of thought. Or they've opened their messages, they've seen you've message but don't want to open it. Oh, yeah, that's that's bad. The they're v- both bad. Yeah, they're both bad. Yeah, okay. But which is worse? Well, I okay, so now that you've explained it that way, for me personally, I think seen but no replies are fucking kicking the ass because I'm like, okay, you've opened my message, you've taken time to read my message, but you've chosen not to reply. So it makes me feel like a piece of shit. But you're also but, online. But they were interested enough to see what you wrote. 
Okay, yeah, 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 true. But the other option, they don't even know, want to see what Oh, yeah, okay, written. that makes you feel like shit too. They both make you feel like shit. Anyway, I'll tell you what the vote, what ended up winning. So number one was 71% and number two was 29%. Isn't that well, wild? I wonder if people just trigger happy with their finger and went to the automatic response or I don't actually know. thought about it. Well, now, well, I obviously just went straight to number one, but now that you explain like the actions behind it, it makes me feel yeah. like, oh, maybe two shit. Yeah. I mean, they're both shit, but two shit. I, I, like, I dove deep on that yeah, one. Yeah. Like I never thought of it like that. Like, yeah, they obviously, at least the first one, they've taken time to actually read it. But I'm like, fuck you. Like, because I had a message the other day. I was messaging someone and we were like having a conversation and then I asked a question and this was a boy and then, oh, my God, you got ghosted. Yeah, I think I did. And then, like, he obviously, like, read it but then didn't reply. And then in my head I'm like, oh, he must be, like, training. Is that why you put it up? No, no, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. But this was after. But then I was like, oh, no, nah, maybe he's busy. Maybe he's training. Maybe he's shopping. Maybe he's playing golf. Maybe he's doing these things. And I'm like, oh, my God, Tally, stop. Like maybe he just generally didn't want to fucking write back. Or maybe he didn't see my question. Oh, my God. No, but this happens all the time. This happened. Not That's not the only time that's Thank happened Thank you for to. opening up because now it's not going to be me thrown under no, the bus. No, but I told you before. I've been ghosted many times. Yeah. But same as me. I've ghosted people. Like I've got heaps of messages in my thing. Actually, guilty. I've got messages in my thing I haven't even opened. See, karma. Yeah. So only because – and then I've got messages that I opened that I wish I hadn't have opened but I did read it but then I didn't reply. But can you do unread? No. Okay, so this is a thing. I didn't know this. So on Instagram, you can do unread. But I don't know if you guys knew this, but the other person on the other side, it says seen. So they can see that you've seen it. But you, it says unread. But the other person, it says seen. So why the hell is that feature there? It's ridiculous. It doesn't work. It's like I do that with my emails. I read an email. And then oh we've had a fight about that before because I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, mar- Sarah does do that. I mark it as unread because and I it know. stays bold. Yeah. Like and you it haven't opened it. say I've got however many emails in, left in and I know they're important and I have to actually yeah. get to them. See, I don't do it like that. And Sarah and I actually had a fight about that once because I was like, why the fuck haven't you opened this fucking email? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I was like, that's a good topic to talk about in the podcast. But now that you've kind of like dived into the Number two one, I'm kind of like, number two, shit. I wish I had a vote at number two now. What popped up after that? Girlfriend, love yourself before he uh, can love you. I, I just like screenshot it. I'm always like thinking of topics to talk about on the podcast. So that's why I was like, I'm going to do like a voting system on this and then talk about it. That's a really good question. It's yeah. a really good hypothetical. Yeah. Anyway, so now we've talked about that, let's go into this week's guest. So we just recorded with Carl, well, Carla, I can never say her last name. Go for it. Caruzio. I can't say it. I don't know. I can't say it. Anyway, if you all, Carla is an amazing makeup artist. We would say she's like a celebrity makeup artist. Sarah is just, oh my God, I'm going to cough. Oh my God. Dying over here. Anyway, so we recorded with Carla. Oh my God, I'm going to cough again. Sarah, you have to take over because I'm about to die. I left that conversation yesterday and I, hand on heart, I was like, one of the most amazing humans I've ever chatted with. Yeah. Business owners. Business owners as well. And I put that up on my Instagram and I had about three or four people, girls, 
I presume no Carla that wrote back a hundred percent. Yeah, that's so, so Carla. Sweet. If you're listening, it's which I a, hope you are yeah. listening because it was a good interview. It's not just my opinion yeah. of you. It's uh, many people and whatever you're doing, keep doing it because you're phenomenal. Yeah, she's amazing. So Carla is a celebrity makeup artist turned blogger but now an entrepreneur business owner. So she's launched two businesses as well as the makeup business um, the way, that are e-com mm. and a bloody go-getter. I've had Carla do my makeup many times and seen her at events and stuff like that. But to dive deep into the business side and how she respects her clients and how she treats her clients, I have total respect for you, Carla. You're amazing. And if I ever get married one day, I'm like, I'm booking you. Like by far. He might not ghost you. He might not turn up to the altar. By far the most dedicated makeup business, makeup artist, I would say. Also some absolute bangers of wisdom towards the end towards the end of this Love. episode and Carla talks about establishing a new brand middle of lockdown yep. because of course the makeup industry shut down yep. and didn't know when it was going to come back anyway let's stop talking about this because it is an amazing interview and I think a lot of you are going to get a lot out of it so enjoy the episode and make sure we'll leave Carla's details down below if you're looking to get your makeup done or buying some gifts for Christmas or just a little follow, we'll put it down below. But we hope you like, subscribe and share with all your friends. Enjoy, guys. What's up? Hi, Carla. How are you? Hello. Thank you so much for having me on here, guys. I feel very privileged. Oh, my God, of course. (laughs) We're so excited to have you on. So currently we're at your head office at the moment and it smells Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. We'll I go work into, hard on making it smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into why it smells so amazing later. But um, we wanted to talk to you. So you're a makeup and makeup, I would say a celebrity makeup artist. Thank you. Yes. And yeah. a beauty blogger. Yeah. Business owner as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a there's a few things now on my resume yes. um, that I have added in, especially with lockdown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically I have been a, a working makeup artist as such for the last 10 years mm-hmm. um, and went out on my own after four years of retail. So if I wind back the clock back to when I was 18, I started um, a course at Napoleon. Yeah. So I, I wanted to do makeup because I just felt like I knew nothing about it. And I used to work at a chemist part-time because I was studying criminal justice and psychology. And all of these people would come up to me at like, you know, the, the little Rimmel stands and the Maybelline yeah. stands and they'd be like, which one do you recommend? And I was like, I wear Vaseline on my lips <laughs> when I go out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I literally walked up to one of the girls and I was like, I feel like I should know more about this because I'm, I'm terrible at it. And she was like, yeah, you should, you know, you like creative, yeah. you like that kind of stuff. Um, and then I personally, I just find this fate. But when I did go to my course when I started it, it happened to be like the first course they had in years that there was only eight people in the class. Usually there was like 20 to 25. Um, So the attention to detail that I actually got was, I was so lucky because I literally had this teacher that Mm -hmm. could give me so much attention, stand behind me, just guide me through the whole thing. And then I just fell in love with it. I just saw all the runway things on the walls and I was so inspired. I don't know, something came over me that night. I would literally go home and like write all of the notes down myself, like in my own words. So I could wrap my head around different eye shapes, different skin types. And yeah, I did that. And then um, at the end of, at the end of that course, the teacher came up to me and she was like, you need to hand in your resume. Um, And I was like, 
really? Like I was like, oh, I'm not ready. Like yeah. I was like, no, I need to practice more. And um, so I, I kind of let it go and I didn't. And I had a look on their website and they were hiring like quite far away from where I lived. So yeah. I was like, it's just not meant to be right now. I'm, I'm not there yet. Um, and then I happened to just go into the High Point store one day. I was just like filling up stuff for my kit. Um, and I just got talking to well, who was the shop assistant at the time. And then she was just like to me, did you work here? Like, she's like, you're like telling me about the products, but it was because I had studied them so much yeah. in the course being at Napoleon. I just, I knew, I, I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew exactly what this product was going to do. So she was just like, do you want a job? Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, and I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. And then, yeah, she popped me into the academy. So I went, I was actually based in South Yarra at the time at the academy yep. assisting the trainers. So I think that's where I got a lot of my training kind of like I don't know experience yeah. from so then when I went out on my own I was like it's only fair for me to start posting all these tutorials and like using that same language and that same way I guess of how to teach people to yeah. do makeup online and oh, then so you did that before you started actually working at the counter at Napoleon yes oh. yes so I went out to the counter um well actually back in those days there was like your a grade yeah. stores and your d grade stores and, and all that kind of stuff and that basically just meant that some stores were crazy busy yeah. and then others weren't as busy so by the time you were actually able to work in something say like an a grade store you you had to have your makeup application down to literally 20 minutes because you yeah. had half an hour slot the client needed to then buy products. You needed to like, you know, yeah. talk to them about really? buying them, maximize your sale. You literally had like eight minutes to do that. So, and then your next client would be there in the half an hour block. Oh, so you anxiety thinking about yeah. that. Yeah. But even still to this day, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Back then, like my first date in Napoleon, I was like bawling my eyes oh. out in the back. I was like cleaning the brushes and I was like, this isn't for me. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, and I remember one of like the people I work with, they came up to me, he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, how do you do this? Like, this is crazy. And she's like, I'm telling you now, in six months time, you're going to be like, doing 13, 14 makeovers a day. Oh, wow. It'll be like nothing to you. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for that because now I'm not stressed when I go out to a wedding and there's eight people that need to be done or, yeah. you know, we've got a salon full of people. Like it's just normal to me. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how I started with like the tutorials and then, yeah, I'll, here I am, I guess. Wow. What made you, in a sense, leave the nest and spread your wings? Well, you know what? This is where I have to thank Gab because – I don't think I would have left unless she made me feel so bad that she needed help. (laughs) Gab's Carla's sister, who is an amazing hairstylist, hairdresser. Yeah. Yes. So Gab had just left her job working at a salon um, just off Ligon Street Mm -hmm. in Carlton. And she started like, this is when balayage like came back. Oh, yes. It was like those Jess Alba photos and stuff where she had that beautiful like balayage. Anyway. She starts her Instagram page and all these people are like, I want balayage, I want balayage. And, um, yeah, she she was like run off her feet and she was doing it alone yeah. um, from this tiny little room that her boyfriend at the time, which is now her husband, yeah. um, built in the backyard of our parents' house. So she was oh, yes. like, yep, yep. Oh, she used to come in and she'd be like, I'm so stressed. I've got, and back then she used to do like four balayages a day on this beautiful, long, thick hair. So that would take hours. Yeah. Um, and she needed someone to help her, so uh, yeah. someone to wash the hair and just kind of clean up after her, organise the appointments. And I, at this point, had moved over to Mac um, and I had just lost that 
drive to sell makeup. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I was just past it. I yeah. just wanted to be creative. I wanted people to like just appreciate my work rather than feel like I was there to sell them yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I just, I don't know. There's something, there was something about the selling of it that it was making me kind of lose that creativity, I think. Yeah. And that was kind of like dulling it down for me. So um, she was just like, yeah, I desperately need some help. And I was like, I really want to be a freelance makeup artist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but back then, like uh, Instagram hadn't been around. Like yeah, I think my yeah. Instagram was private back then. Really? Like, yeah. So it was unheard of to yeah. be this freelance makeup artist. It yeah. was like, oh, no, you only did that for friends that were getting married yeah. and whatever. Um, so, yeah, I started uh, being her hair washer yeah. and, like, helping her tone and stuff. And then I was able to do some makeup on the weekend. So I would do like three people's makeup or like I would do one person's makeup and then slowly, slowly it got busier and busier. And what a great way by doing that, you're also meeting people and be like, hey, I do makeup as well. It's like, so you're kind of like both and you guys do this a lot is like bounce off each other's clients, which is great. Yes. And there was a demand for it. There was these people coming, you know, to get their hair curled or whatever. And they were like, Oh, are you a makeup artist? Can you do my makeup now? Yeah. Like it was it was like that. And then and this is why I always say to people, you can, I mean, don't get me wrong, super grateful for, you know, Instagram and YouTube and TikTok, all these amazing things that you can genuinely share your work online. But being referred by 100%. a friend will always be like top notch. Yeah. So I think the best marketing tool we say. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. our brand, we always say that it's like building this community where you can say, oh my God. Word of mouth. Yeah. Word of mouth. Tell mm. your friends. And yeah. it's so true. Absolutely. You've built a really great community by doing that, I think. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we've just kind of maintained, I think, the whole way through, both myself and my sister, we've just kind of maintained a professional and reliable like brand, I think. Yeah. I think that when people are there, they know that they're going to get professional advice. And then also we're going to be truthful with them as yeah. well. Like it could be something like my sister, like saying, you know, I would love to be able to make you 10 times blonder mm. in this application, but I don't want to ruin your hair. Yeah. And it's sitting down with them for that extra five minutes and explaining that, that people appreciate. Mm-hmm. Or with me, it would, it would be something like, you know, I really need you to know that like this product is going to do this for your skin and this is going to do that. And like just generally, I think educating, educating yeah. and yeah. just being a little bit more emotional with mm-hmm. the client, um, which I think people in the long run would appreciate so much. 100%. Yeah. You're that good that you are booked out until June 2022. Thank you. I saw that on your Instagram and I was like, Sarah, Carla is legit. I mean, I already know you're legit because you've done my makeup many times, but you're booked out until June 2022. Thank you. Is that like weddings and like events or is that just like in general you just like all your yeah. spots are taken? Yeah. So like if I was to explain a day in my life, mm-hmm. which like every time I do someone just looks at me like, what? <laughs> um, so if I talk about like my Monday to Friday, yeah. which is here obviously yeah. in the office and, and running this side of the business and running this side of the business is like still liaising, still doing like all the orders, packing, um, like even marketing. So yeah. like on the socials and stuff like that. So I do that because generally during the week for makeup, it's not as busy Busy, as the weekends. So we pick up a shoot here and there and there'll probably be one or two days a week that I'm out doing a shoot for a couple of hours and then come back here. And then on the weekend is bridal and then events. Yeah. Um, But because of coronavirus and because I 
cannot bring myself to let down a bride, I have actually expanded my team and gone Mm -hmm. into a little bit more of like structured training so that we're actually able to go out to two brides on on a weekend. So um, it's actually quite rare now that we have one bride. We actually have like two or three sometimes, (gasps) which is crazy. I mean, I get up at like, you know, 5am on a Saturday and I'm like, woo, brace yourself. Like it's going to be major. But it works really well because these poor brides that have had to reschedule, yeah. it means that we have a spot for them. Yeah. Um, and like I said before, they appreciate it. They're like, yeah. you're going to do that for me. Thank you so much. So, um, yes, I, yeah. Do you find it's hard though? <laughs> like obviously great. you've built a brand and these brides are like, no, 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 but I want Carla. Yeah. So I think for me as well, like it was understanding that like I, I had created yeah. this relationship and that's why, you know, if the if the brand's called Carla or, yeah. you know, the KR Makeup Artist or whatever you want to call like my freelance side of business, they are expecting to see me. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was really, really important to make sure that I found staff members that were able and willing to take on my training because yeah. it's something that I explain to my clients. It's like, okay, I might not actually physically be doing your makeup, but best believe that every single step that this, you know, this artist is going to do on you is a, like approved by me at yeah. the end mm-hmm. of it. And you don't leave that chair until I see a photo of what it looks oh, like. I and love then, that. yeah. So that's our policy. It's like as yeah. soon as a girl um, that works for me completes someone's makeup, they send over the photo. Yep. Cool. All done. And then it's good to go. Oh, so that's great. That is really I think good. it gives the client, I'm like, oh, well, she's still there. Yeah, she's yeah. there. Yeah. You know, she gets it, um, which is really good. I found that it, it works really well. Yeah. Um, so that's that's how I think I was able to like expand the team a little bit more yeah. because you only have two hands. Yeah, it's true. You know, and you want to give your best. And yeah. it's hard to do that when you're working all day or you've been to a wedding, you've done all these people, and then you go back and you're like, you don't want to let down your clients that need you week yeah. to week. So. It was a really good way, I think, for me to expand, um, but then still give that level of service that I that I, like I, that. That I believe, you know, I need to. Yeah. When did you decide <laughs> to diversify and expand into products? Well, for me, I didn't want to just start um, another makeup brand, say, for yeah. example. Mm. Everyone would say to me, why don't you bring in your own products? Why don't you bring in your own products? And I just felt like... There were so many incredible products out on the market and I I take my hat off to those that that mm. that do do it. I just didn't know what I could bring that was different. Yeah. I was like, okay, but why my bronzer? You know, like mm. why my mascara? You know, I was thinking of all these things and then I was like, I am such a crazy person when it comes to like cleaning my brushes, yeah. right? I would never, ever, ever begin someone's makeup without ensuring that my brushes were 100% sterilised and clean. And that was what I found was missing because where do you ever see people marketing makeup brush cleaner? You don't. You don't. You, you go to, you can go to the chemist, you can go to Priceline, you can pick up, um, you know, these, these ones that some, some I'm sure are like, you know, are great. But I just felt like there was nothing behind it. Like I would go straight past it in an aisle, you yeah. know, I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I really like the smell of that. That smells like too, like, you know what I mean? You just be like, oh, yeah. I don't know. And I was like, I need to educate people on how important it is to clean their brush yeah because I would see all these brides before their wedding day and they would be so sad that for some reason their skin wasn't right and they, you know they'd come to me and be like I'm paying hundreds of dollars for these skin treatments why is my skin still like this and I'm like hold on a second do you clean your makeup brushes and they're like what 
Like, yeah. who does that? Yeah. Can you educate me? Because I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> That's what I mean. Is that people just forget. Yeah. Like, that is such a huge step in actually not only making sure your makeup looks better, yeah. but mm. then your skin's protected. And um, because all the bacteria on the brushes, right? Exactly right. Oh, and yeah. then you're, you're, you know, you're talking about, you know, cream liquid things like liquid products that's mm. going to stick inside the yeah, brush, and it's just going to make this huge difference. So I, I was like, that is what's missing. Mm. The people need to know this step. They need to know how important it is. It's not just, oh, use this cleanser and your skin's going to be amazing. It's uh-huh. like you need to do these steps. Yeah. Um. So when I figured out that that's what was missing, I was like, I have to do this. But if I'm going to do it, I'm going to make it bougie. Like yeah. I was like, I want a nice bottle yeah. because I would go down the aisles and I would I would see these brush cleaners that people just walk past or they'd just be like, mm, oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, know, just like, you want something that you can put on your bathroom countertop and it exactly. looks nice. And that's like what your product is. Well, that's why I was like, I had to make it loud. Yeah. I had mm. to be like, okay, I, yeah, I actually want that in my mm. makeup bag. Or, you know, I wanted people to look twice at it and not just go, mm, that's a brush cleaner. You don't really mm. need a brush yeah. cleaner, you know? Um, so that's what brought me to with Carla and the name I went back and forth for so long. And then I was like, I was trying to think of all these names. Like yeah. I, was, I was like putting like K and then like something. And then like, I'd be like, none of this makes sense. People are just going to be like, what is this? Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? All of these beautiful people that have supported me for so long online with Carla, they're with me now. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, let's do it. It's done. It, that's it. I'm not changing my mind. Yeah. And then we did that. So then we got to coronavirus, obviously, yeah. and the business was like totally shut down for, you know, for what I thought indefinitely because yeah. I was like, when are they going to allow us to actually do people's makeup mm-hmm. again? Um, so I was like to myself, I spend so much money on candles. Like it's ridiculous. I'm obsessed with candles. I love them. I love burning them in my house. And I was like, I'm so interested as to how they're made. Like, yeah. I was like, candles are just like, yeah, I was like, I don't get it. Like, don't you just pour the wax in it? Why does smell, like, why yeah. does some smell better than others? Um, and then I was like, okay, in my f- spare time, I'm either going to learn a new language or I'm going to oh learn. Oh, my God, that was like all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I told learn- you two weeks of Spanish. <laughs> yeah, two weeks of Spanish. All I learned was, ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> Is that even Spanish? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what I mean. We were like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a new person. Yeah. Like everyone was going to be this new person. So then I was like, oh, I've got to try this out. And I, yeah, I loved it so yeah. much. And then it was still creative, but it took me away from business stuff. Like when mm. things get too, too businessy, and it pulls me away from being creative. I'm like, no, bring me back to what yeah. I love doing. So, and it's still under the same pillar. Like, I feel like candles, beauty, lifestyle, it's all yeah. kind of under the same pillar. Yeah. And it's the audience that I'm speaking to yeah. as well. You know, um, even even though some not all of my followers may not be makeup obsessed, they still are they following me for some element of, you know, beauty regime yeah. and um, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Then we then we brought up Kinda. That's crazy. But I was very I definitely wanted them to be two separate brands. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think by launching that brand, the candle by kind is by kinda? Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think that helped you get through lockdown? Like oh, on a yeah. personal, obviously a business level, yes, but a personal level? Yes, absolutely. I think I would have lost my mind yeah. if I yeah, if I couldn't do something like that. Because I just I felt like when we went into lockdown, I was like, okay, I can sit here and feel sorry for myself for so mm-hmm. long that everything I've worked for is what feels like yeah. is gone. Yeah. Um, or I can use this time wisely. And then also, like I was saying before, I just found it so therapeutic and so creative. Yeah. 
I could um, I could focus on that and also I think teach myself things. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think mentally it, it got me through. You hand pour every candle, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> you still do? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, we do. So we do that down in the warehouse here. Yeah. Um, and I have a beautiful team that um, have been so lovely and they assist me. But um, I do think that people really appreciate that yeah. when it comes to a candle. Um, and then it also... I think when you're explaining a product to someone, um, you know absolutely everything that goes inside of it. So you can explain things a little bit better, I think. Yeah. I do like that. And I custom do the scents. So I mix different scents to make our own unique scents. Oh, wow. Um, that way, you know, when you come to Kinder, you you get a different kind of caramel. Yeah, it's you unique. get a different kind yeah. of vanilla yeah. that you usually just see on the market. Um so that's why I like hand pouring. Yeah. So going back before at the start of the podcast, that's why we were like, this place smells so amazing. <laughs> it smells yeah. so good. Where do you see the candle business going in the future? Do you want to like get it into store? And also your brush cleaner as well. Do you want to get it into like a mecca? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Is I that do. like the ideal? Yeah. You know, I think that, um, I think as a small business owner, um, in order to grow and to be, to be like recognized by huge brands that want to stock your product is such an incredible milestone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, for now, am really happy to keep working on it. And I know that once it gets to a level that I'm like, okay, we're ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely what I'd love to do. I'd love to yeah. go into stores. I think that would be great. And then would you want to step away from doing makeup as such? Yeah. Look, I think... Oh my God, everyone asked me this no, question. No, it's so funny because I, no, the only reason I'm asking is because I've got another girlfriend who's a hairdresser and yeah. she's been a hairdresser for years and she's about to bring out a product and her aim is to step away from doing hairdressing because she's just kind of lost the passion for it, I would say. Mm. And I've been finding a few people I've been talking to have been like that. So it's like... Yeah, look, I t- completely get it and yeah. I almost feel as like it's like, oh, all right, that's the next thing, yeah. right? Mm. Um, but... I, okay, so say if I go out to a bridal party, yeah. they're like, oh, my God, what's that smell? And that is like now 10 people that know about the brush cleaner that wouldn't oh, yeah, have known true. about it if yeah, I didn't yeah, go yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends on how you want to look at it. Yeah. You can look at it like, all right, I move away from it, we go into e-com, basically I can be running a business without physically having to work with my two hands, yeah. right? Because that's what creatives say. They say we need to pull away from using our two hands for every single job yeah. we do. Um, so you can look at it like that or you can look at it as an incredible opportunity to, like, introduce your brand to people that would have maybe no idea about it before. Yeah. So I think where I'm at at this stage, um, and if I was to say in, like, five years' time, no, I don't think I would stop doing makeup. Yeah. I don't know. And and also, I've, I don't know, it's just so much of me that I, I don't know what I would do with myself. Honestly, like, lockdown and yeah. stuff on a Saturday, I was like, what do people? Do. Yeah. yeah. I'm not used to that, yeah. you know? So yeah, it's a hard question, I yeah. guess. But maybe for now, nah. I think yeah. I would stay. I like that. You're too good of a makeup artist to stop. Thank you. <laughs> so who like out of all the celebrities like you've done and stuff, who would be like your most memorable that you've done makeup on? You couldn't believe you were painting. Yeah, your like face. it was like pinch me moment. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, you know what? I mean, I've had some incredible experiences and then like We've been like featured in like an article yeah. or something like that. So like the Logies was amazing. That was really fun. But the biggest pinch me moment was when I was 
backstage at Milan Fashion Week with wow, Pat McGrath. Wow. Oh, wow. Sitting literally like with Kendall and Bella and Gigi. No, okay. And Donatella well, Versace. Goosebumps. Like, oh, my God. That was I, I think that was the biggest. Like, I wasn't doing their makeup as such, yeah. but I was there to take tips from Pat McGrath, this that's incredible amazing. artist that's done 300 Vogue covers, yeah. probably more now. Um, yeah, and I, and I was like my job there was to relay back that information to my followers and and tell them everything that I learned. So I think that was like, yeah, I was like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> how, yeah, okay. <laughs> how did you get that opportunity? Um, so the incredible team um, at Sephora gave me that opportunity because we had previously worked together in Paris and they um, we, we did this really big photo shoot with their, their new lip um, collections that they were bringing out. Yeah. Um, and they loved what I did there. So I was lucky enough to get the opportunity to then go to Milan Fashion Week with them to basically do the same thing, but in a little bit more of a different way. So we focused on like a Pat McGrath eye product that was launching. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was part of, you know, helping promote that product and, um, even bringing my makeup artistry to that, um, behind the scenes, like, you know, um, to then, you know, vlog about it, talk about it and be in their photo shoots and stuff. Holy shit. Yeah, that was um that was crazy. And I was in Milan for like 49 hours. Wow. Because I had to fly back for a bride. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I would have been like low-key, like annoyed. <laughs> you wouldn't have slept for like yeah. basically three days. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> there was a there was a part in um in Milan. I was like uploading stories or something, and my sister messaged me and she's like, You are way too tired. Please stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, You're not making any sense. I'm actually embarrassed for you. And I was like, Oh, really? I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> So yeah, that was yeah. That, but you know, then again, that you run into that thing where you're just still working as yeah. a makeup artist, and you can't let someone down. Yeah. So I was like, as much as I wish I could stay here in Milan, I have to go home. Oh, I really like that about you, don't you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like the dedication and stuff. Like a lot of people. I mean, I can't talk for a lot of people, yeah. but a lot of people would have taken that opportunity to be like to the bride. Bye later. Yeah. The genuine don't care you, you have for yeah. your clients. Well, I just kept thinking about what if that was me? Yeah. You know, and yeah. And I honestly, this, this bride is so lovely. If she even hears this podcast, she'll know it's her. Oh. But she's so lovely because I know she appreciates yeah. that. And she always checks in and she'll always be like, love your products or something. And I think that, you know, by doing that and by showing that you care is then all her friends know how yeah. much exactly. I care and yeah. their friends know how much I care. And I think it's just a... I don't know. It's like good a karma. Yeah. yeah, it's like a real life Google review. Don't yeah, you? yeah. And I kind of saw that opportunity. Is like, well, okay. I, I, if I didn't get that, mm. like, didn't didn't get that opportunity, I would just be sitting at home yeah. on that mm. Tuesday, Wednesday I that know, I was in Milan. So I was like, I better be in Milan on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I can just go home on Thursday and oh. do my bride Saturday. So yeah, doesn't matter. I don't regret That's it. Amazing. It was still good. Yeah. Talking about weddings, you're getting married in January. I am. Now, this I've just been thinking about this the whole podcast. Who are you going to get to do your makeup? Me. Are you going to do it yourself? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Well, yeah, of course. Like, I just feel like. You know your face. And yeah, 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 yeah. Do you my do your bridesmaids? Are... No, 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 definitely not. My, yeah. my girls will do my bridesmaids. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> my family. Um, and I will block out one of my girls for that first 20 minutes or something in case I'm a little nervous yeah. and my lash doesn't go on properly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Raquel, can you stick my lash on, please? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to do it myself, though. I, yeah. I feel like I should. I'm going to do some good maybe bridal content before on some different looks I'm going to trial on myself. That's a good idea. What are some 
trending looks in the bridal makeup department at the moment? I feel like we're definitely moving away from a wing liner. Yeah. Oh, okay. That strong, defined, thick wing liner. Um, and even honestly, the smokiness that comes with it, it's yeah. really kind of fading in, into like these warmer months. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I like that because it's a little bit different. It's it's very fresh now. Everyone's going for like very fresh. They want to look like themselves. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with the way Kylie and Kim have been doing their makeup uh-huh. recently. It's very pulled back, but there's still so much on there. Yeah. But if you look at them, they still look naturally. Natural, yeah. Or should I say neutral? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I feel like that is definitely picking up. A yeah. lot more pinks. I'm seeing a lot more people actually like want to try out pink looks, whereas – um. Before it was very warm, you know, very, Bronzy. very, very bronze. Yeah. Um, so now it's a little bit more classic, which I like. Yeah. Do you, talking about the Kardashians and the Jenners, do you find that like that's where the tra- makeup trends are coming from when people come in to get their makeup done? Definitely. Who, you know, when someone comes in and they're like, I want this. Who would like? I always take in Hailey Bieber. Yeah, Hailey Bieber's like yeah, yeah, you're good for Hailey Bieber. It's like kind of like natural, but like glam. What do they bring in photos like Kim, Kylie? What's like the most popular celebrity? Really, really? Yeah, everyone. Like, I don't think I've ever shown a photo of Kylie's makeup. Kendall for me, Hailey Bieber, and sometimes Kim. I really like how Kim does her makeup. Yeah, I I think I think in terms of. Yeah, looking that little bit more natural. Yeah. Um, Kim, that that look that she does with just those really full lashes and that very contoured mm-hmm. um, look I think is really beautiful. But um, I think Kylie maybe for the generation. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. People, people love Kylie dressed up. They yeah. just, I mean, she's, she's set so many trends. Yeah, she actually has. And she is in that kind of like generation space where like a lot of the girls are because you look at girls now and I'm like, at oh, that age, I didn't look like that. No way. I look like a gump. And like, <laughs> is that a word? Gump? gump. <laughs> I was like, I looked like, you look at these girls and I'm like, wow, crazy. Yeah. I think, look, people love, people love to hate them and then people love them. Like, but you can't deny that they just set yeah, so many trends. Agree. And I think, um, I love, I love Kendall's look. I love that it, it's, it's very pulled back and it's very natural, but I find that not a lot of people show Kendall and I really feel like it's because when people want to get their makeup done, they want to almost like experience a different look yeah, about yeah, themselves. Yeah. And Kendall is so natural, natural looking yeah. that um, I feel like that's why they don't. Maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah. Maybe we'll see what your viewers think. Yeah. What, do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think? Let us know. And I also want to know, I wrote this down as questions. I actually want to know, if you have to choose t- like your top three makeup products, what would they be that we should all have? Oh, I mean, are we going like, okay, all right. Anything. Mm. Okay. Makeup products. You need a primer. Yeah. Like when I see videos of people like primers are a gimmick, they're not, they're not a gimmick. They're made for a reason. And it's yep. the barrier between your skin and your makeup. So if you were to look in the mirror at three o'clock and you notice that your nose is quite shiny and you're like, oh, my nose is shiny, but then I've got some dry patches around my cheek area. Yeah. The primer is going to help almost set that barrier, right, between your skin and your makeup so that when your makeup goes on, it glides on and it's not going to slip in the areas that are oily and not going to go patchy in the areas that are dry. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Makes sense. A good primer. Yeah. Good buffing brush. 
need a good buffing which brush. you have buffing brushes yes yes <laughs> yes a good buffing brush yeah. so a buffing brush is going to buff and apply at the same time yep. it's going to cut you down time um and it's going to give you a little bit more of like a blurred finish on the face which everyone loves and everyone. why a buffing brush and not a beauty blender which beauty blenders get so much like they have so much hype why a brush over a beauty Look, blender beauty blender Think of a sponge and how much yeah. a sponge absorbs, literally. Yeah. When you clean something, the sponge is absorbing everything. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing when you do your liquid foundation in okay. there. It's just taking 90% of the product. Yeah, right. So if you try and apply your foundation just with the beauty blender, you're going to go through a bottle in a, like, a yeah, week. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Yeah. So a beauty blender is like, beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Yep. I would focus on using them at the end of the application of your foundation just to maybe go over and make sure everything's just really nice and smooth. Okay. If you wanted to. Yeah. Um, over actually applying with the sponge directly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Only because that's just going to take so much product. Yeah. Okay, that Whereas makes sense. Whereas a brush isn't going to. Yeah. Okay. And what's a third? Okay, third. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone needs a good bronzer. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I agree. Even if you're not wearing foundation, if you've got yeah. your bronzer on, you feel good. I yeah. think a bronzer, even if you've got like a little tinted moisturizer or something, like a little bit of a bronzer, done. Yeah. 100%. What would be your favorite bronzer? I've just bought Charlotte Tilbury and I like it, but I think I prefer the Benefit Hula. Is it the Hula one? Oh, Hula. I love Hula. I don't know why. I mm. like. I feel like it's a better color for me. Do you mean like the the original shade? Or yeah, the, the burgundy. What one is that oh, one? Oh, yes. What's Ooh, that one? I don't know the – I don't know what – I, is it Hula? Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, Hula. Yeah, yeah. But um, they actually brought out like a few different color trends. Oh, did they? There's like a caramel and there's like um, – well, there's, there's I think it was Hula like the light. original maybe. It's the original yeah, one. Yeah, the it's original. It's been around for years. I do love that. Um, I definitely love that if you are more contour focused. So if you really yeah. want to bring out the cheekbones. But if you want something with like a little bit of like shimmer to mm-hmm. it, um, the chocolate too faced ones oh, okay. are beautiful. Chocolate Soleil, I think that's called. Okay. Um, it just has like a slight shimmer undertone. So I guess that again goes to personal preference. Yeah, so course. if you're not really trying to contour and define as such, but you just want to bring that really nice bronze to the face, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that the Too Faced Chocolate Soleil, beautiful. Um, ooh, the Fenty ones are great. I've heard that. Yeah. What, yeah. so the powders or the cream? Powder. Okay. I'm a powder bronzer girl. Yeah. I just am. I just have always been. Yeah. Have used cream products, obviously, um, but I think if you're looking for a quick, effective application, you're going to get it from the powder. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Fenty's amazing. Yeah, I've heard that. All the sticks yeah. and everything too, I've heard they're really good. Yes. Oh, they're actually. Do you yeah, have Fenty stuff? I actually do. I've been very silent in this yeah. conversation <laughs> because you're speaking a foreign language to me. But as soon as you said Fenty in my head, I'm like, yes, I've actually yeah, got she actually them. Does. I, I yeah, knew you did. yeah, yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, I think it's like, is it Private Island or Honey? Oh something? no, I've seen it. I mean, Honey on TikTok. Yeah. on TikTok said, um, I think it is Private Island or something, something oh. island. I also want to ask just in regards to like makeup products because everyone's got this thing that they need to spend so much money. Like you need to have the Chanel this or the Giorgio Armani foundation. Do you think you need to spend a fortune on makeup products? No, absolutely not. You don't? Okay. You don't need to spend a lot of money. You just need to invest in a good product. So you you could go to the chemist, your local chemist, and get a dupe of something like Giorgio Armani, say, for example. Honestly, most of the time – what you're actually paying for, I mean, of course, in some products, the, you know, the more expensive the ingredient is, obviously, you know, it's been mm. fermented longer and, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But 
I actually think that sometimes you're paying for packaging, yeah? Agree, yeah. yeah. So you Same might get this incredible yeah. lipstick from Marc Jacobs that has a little light inside of it. So yeah. then <laughs> when you walk yeah. in, you're, you're in the yeah. nightclub. Ooh. Sometimes that's what you're paying for. Yeah. yeah. If you're okay with like just the normal cardboard packaging, go for it. Yeah. Like there's some Sephora collection lipsticks that are $19. I refer so many really? brides to get them. They are an incredible dupe for like more expensive brands mm. and they're so creamy. They look beautiful. It's cost effective, uh-huh. especially for the wedding day and you've got a couple of bridesmaids. You all want them to wear the same look. Of course. Um, yeah, so I definitely don't think that you need to just go for something because it's more expensive, it's better. That is such a lie. Just because something is more expensive doesn't mean it's better. Yeah. It's just a different brand. It's what they choose to spend their money on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what brand I'm like obsessed with talking about a cheaper price point? Is that, is it Morphe? I love Morphe. Oh my God. I think I took you to the store in Chadston. You know, the store and I was like, Sarah's not like a massive makeup person. Oh, I know I'm where like, we went. And I was like, oh my God, this store is amazing. Like eyeshadow palettes, like these big palettes, like $35, like all yeah. the shades of brown, amazing. And they've got really good brushes. I actually just went nuts on Morphe the other day because it's I was so good. Yeah, I got a couple of their eyeshadow palettes because I cannot decide if I want like more pinky for the yeah. wedding or like more yeah. brown. Um, so I'm just gonna play with them like oh, over the yeah, next few weeks. Idea. Because I love Morphe eyeshadows. They've never they're let me down. Amazing. And like, they're easy to blend. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're a very, very, very good Yeah. Very yeah, good. I think so too. So if you want any Christmas oh, presents for me, please she, go to Morphe. Oh. There's like all these brushes that I want. I don't know if it's a Christmas present or you're telling me I need to go shopping <laughs> no, there. Me, me, me. So where do you see yourself in the next five years? Oh, look, the start of lockdown, I was like for the next five years at least, every winter I'm going to be working in Bali, mm-hmm. um, doing bridal in Bali. Yep. I think I've realized that I obviously have a very strong passion for bridal makeup. So I wanted, yeah, to definitely be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that, that might be a bit tricky now because we're booked and it's like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And also, who knows when we're going to be You've got to July leave. onwards. True. Can we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can. Oh, we, we yeah. can. Oh, great. You, we can, and we can enter back into the country because we're Australian citizens. People, tourists aren't allowed in Australia. Into Australia, yeah. 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 Oh. So we're allowed to go. Oh. But I don't know if we're allowed to go to Bali. Soon, apparently. Yeah, who knows? Oh, look. All right. Well, yeah. July, um, you'll be fine. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> maybe after July. Um, anyone getting married in Bali? Yeah, I know. Just Seriously. Just, <laughs> you know, um, DMs. see how that goes. Um, I think in five years, definitely taking the brands outside of Australia. Yeah. Okay. I think if that, if I'm going to say one thing, definitely that. So whether yeah. it's with Carla, Kinder, or us, you know, going and doing makeup elsewhere, yeah. I think it's time to go outside of Australia. I think so. I think so too. And I think like COVID lockdown, I think that's given everyone, don't you think? Like even for us, we're like, I can't wait to get out and just expand again. Yeah. On a personal level and a business level. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Well, even like I had a couple of meetings like for 3PL in other countries so that they were not actually shipping from Australia. Australia. Australia is this tiny place so far away from the rest of the world. Um, And that can, that can stop people sometimes. Oh, 100% it does. Definitely. You know, this postage is so expensive. They don't even realise that it costs us so much to send it out. Um, So I think, yeah, I think that for sure. Oh, I like that. That's very cool. Yeah. And then who knows, maybe Kendall might see your stuff and be like, or Kylie and be like, hey, do you want to be my makeup artist? Oh, my God. Can would you, you do that? Oh would you, goodness. for a cele- celebrity, you would just be on Their personal makeup yeah. artist? Would you do that? Yeah. I mean, like, 
Why not? For some time, yeah. Hundred percent. It helped your brand. I mean, look at um, is it Mario? Who's um Kylie's makeup artist? Oh, Ariel. Ariel. Yeah. Look at him. He's he bought out brushes for Morphe. Yeah. He did. He did. Collaboration. Yeah. Yep. He did. This episode is not sponsored by Morphe. <laughs> I know it's not. But Morphe, if you're listening and you want a sponsor, please hit us up. Seriously. Oh, oh my god. That is so funny. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I think if there's so many different opportunities you can take that. Um, will help your brand. Yeah. Um, I try not to make decisions based on just brand stuff, though. I hate thinking yeah. business-wise. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I think, like, yeah, you know, that we call to do this person's makeup or that person's makeup, not to because on the off chance that they might, like, slip in the brush cleaner yeah. or something, yeah. but just more so, like, if they like me and I like them and, and it works well and I can do a good job. Yeah. Because sometimes if you're just chasing something for the wrong reason – Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. It's like Do stay good in your, your soul. Agree. It's like stay in your lane always. For sure. That's our little yeah. thing. It's like stay in your lane. Stop looking at competitors. Stop all that yes. stuff. No, yeah. don't don't ever look at, you know, I mean, sure, take inspiration. Yeah, Why not? But don't compare. Everyone's on their own journey mm-hmm. and, and you'll get there. You just, no one wants to hear that it takes hard work, consistency and sacrifice. True. Yeah. If, if the first thing, like, and you guys will know, yeah. they'll come yeah. to you and they'll be like, what hashtag did you use? Yeah. yeah. You're like, what do you mean? What factory do you yeah. use? Can you send us yeah, their can email? You like, give me the yeah. yeah, sure, babe. Yeah. I'll give you their details. That's what I mean. Yeah. People don't want to hear it. It's like losing weight. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah, still true. trying to work out how to lose weight. It's low carb, high protein. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, for years, I've been like, surely there's something. Yeah. You know, like, what did you do? You, yeah, as soon yeah, as you yeah. lose weight, what did you do to lose yeah. weight? It's like, guys, it's the same thing for building brands, building success. It's like, Put in the hard work. Exactly. Yeah. Sacrifice. Be consistent. And consistent. You'll yeah. get there. And you have to have the drive and you have to believe the in passion. yourself. passion. Yeah, agree. So everything that's good for your soul, you need to do those things because otherwise you'll burn out. I know. And so it won't true. be for the right reasons and it'll be short-lived. It's so true. I think that's probably the wisest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> I know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I just think, yeah. I think that. You know, especially in an industry like beauty and yeah. or like fashion, like you guys know, like you it's know, all competitive. It's so competitive. It's so cutthroat. Yeah. There, are, there are so many people that are obviously you know looking out for their own, and that's fine. But I do think that um, you need to protect your energy and you need to believe in yourself. Um, and I think that really, honestly, the right people will recognize that. Yeah. Agree. And I think you've done that so well, hey. don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm I'm admiring your drive and. Your persistence. Sarah's like, yeah. so when I get married. No. <laughs> Please. No. And she you um, even first. more you as a human because like the sacri- hearing your story, what you've done, coming back for clients and pushing clients back till next year, I'm like, you're, you're actually a really good human. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if like my family, if they're going to be listening to this, they're going to be like, oh, please. <laughs> if only they, if they knew. <laughs> no, you know, you just, yeah. you try, you do, yeah. you just try and do what, you know, is morally right. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, but you know, you, you've got, you get bad days. Oh, of course, everyone does. Yeah. And especially running a business, our little thing is running business and you'll understand is a roller coaster. One day it's like a high and you're like amazing news. The next day you might get a bad review. You're like, fuck. Yeah. And then you're like up again the next day. It's literally a roller coaster. Exactly a bit like life right. actually. Exactly right. And I think as well just recognising that unfortunately, naturally you can't make everyone happy. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 you can't. No. It's physically impossible. Mm-hmm. But as long as you go to bed that night and you're like, well, actually I did my best work, then 
you don't need to be connected to that anymore. Yeah. Mm. Because sometimes, and especially in fashion, especially yeah. in beauty, it's very emotional. People mm-hmm. have a lot of things going on inside. Yeah. So they might take that out on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? They might feel like, for example, you know, they, they might look at their cheek that day and they might be like, oh, I feel like my cheeks have like almost dragged down a yeah. little bit. And then you might do their makeup and then they'll be like, I don't like my contour. It's not actually you that they're yeah, attacking. They just, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. It could be something as it's small just an as insecurity that. Or, yeah. yeah. So you just, you've got to let go from that Take, like taking it very personally. Yeah. yeah. Just do a good job, do the right thing, listen to them and be fine. Yeah, I like that. On that note, I think we should finish on that because yeah. that was bloody good. Yeah. <laughs> coming Thank out you. with some bangers Yeah, I end. know. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. It's been such a pleasure to oh, learn more about you, you and your businesses. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I'm such a huge fan of your brands. You guys know that. Oh, thank I love you. you guys. So thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.